not so much shock across the globe. Um, like we predicted, uh, Canelo planted the seed into plants. And of course, um, the Nigerian nightmare continue in his dastardly acts across the wicked. Of course, United lie down like a fallow for City to slaughter. I, I, I don't know what's happening with Ronaldo. He's still the best show in the whole world, but my name is still Alija Adebowale. He's still news in Sunstar Sports, um, airing on a band radio scope and of course on a podcast. The, 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 uh, the volume is not going up, guys. Listen to us, stream us, download us. We appreciate your patience as we grow together. I have the gang with me today. I got Oroku Koji. I have Mr. Manchester United. And of course, I have Eddie Vanessa. Uh, you guys can introduce yourself properly. Let's start with you, Kachi. Sports fans, it's, it was an amazing weekend. Uh, first of all, let me say it's um, Debo's birthday week. Really happy for that. Secondly, uh, Milan couldn't capitalize on Napoli's uh, slip up to, to climb up the league table. All this you will get to hear about. Stay tuned for a great show. All right, perfect. Manchester United, man. Yeah, uh, good day, sporting fans around the world. Um, let me let you know that it was a very good sporting week for we FPL fans. I think I scored 73 points. Which is not bad, without any Manchester United player. <coughs> Welcome again to the show. All right, perfect. Uh, she... <laughs> yeah, welcome to the show, sport fans, and um, happy belated birthday once again to Debo. Thank you very much, boss. And um, what a fantastic uh, week- weekend, uh, record-making weekend for. Canelo Alvarez. He has definitely sealed his name as one of the greats in the game and also most likely as one of the boxing Hall of Famous. Uh, welcome to the show. We'll be discussing that more very soon. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, so we'll move straight into uh, the tick of the action and we start with plant, of course, plant versus Canelo. Uh, this is what we expected. And uh, we were expecting um, history to be rewritten or to be written for the first time, undisputed, holding all the four titles in his, in his own division. Canelo Alvarez has done himself proud, done his country proud, and of course, his family. And of course, for the fans, I'm not a fan of Canelo Alvarez, if you ask me anyways. You know, I like to support the winning team. How <laughs> she, I would have come to you. Um, just give us a summary of the of, of the match itself. Not what we were not expecting anyways. This is what we expected. Um, yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Debo. Uh, it was what, I, I think the end result was what uh, we were, you know, expecting. But it will be necessary for us to give some kudos to Caleb Plant. Uh, he held his own in the bout. I think uh, if I have to score the bouts, I think I will score the bouts about 6-4 before the 11th round. And um, kudos to him for displaying good boxing intelligence. He was quite defensive on the night. He was, at all costs, he was avoiding the ropes. He didn't let uh, Canelo, you know, 
to hold him down on the ropes and make use of the, uh, uh, the, the combinations of jabs on the ninth. Mm. He did quite well. And uh, if not for the, <laughs> the deadly left hook that we talked about last week that yeah. landed on his face and afterwards everything, uh, he lost his balance and he was able to, I, I mean, Canelo was able to capitalize on, on his heart on the night and finish them up. But uh, uh, I think it's a good one for Canelo uh, on the night. You can see his experience played out. Apart from that, you can see his endurance played out. As at the round six, seven, Canelo was still standing during the breaks. If you understand what that means, mm. they are supposed to be sitting and be resting, right? Yeah. He was, he was standing at the corner. So that showed that the fire was still there. Still there. So it showed, yeah, yeah, yeah. The experience showed, the endurance showed. Uh, Canelo has been in the ring for like, I think like 60 times now. Imagine that compared to plan oh. that is just 22. So that's oh. a big uh, a difference. One other difference is uh, Canelo Alvarez team. Uh, do you, do, do, can you believe that his coach has not lost in the last, I think, two to three years? Wow. Eddie Reynolds too. He's the coach of Sanchez that uh, defeated our own... Um, Jagba. actually. He's now the coach of Andy Ruiz. He's the coach of uh, uh, Ryan Garcia. So wow. there are a lot of very good boxers on that. On his, his roster. Yes. I think if we don't mention him on this show, we'll not be doing good justice to boxing. Uh, big mm. up to Eddie Reynoso. And I think uh, the sky is the limit for that team. All right. Perfect. Um, of course, Kashi, I want to come to you. The Nigerian Nightman that did his own. Of course, um, on decision against COVID-19. Uh, your overall analysis. This is what I was expecting. Um, sorry, I did not watch the match, as a matter of fact. But I saw the highlights, and I saw I saw Usman holding his forty against him. Uh, yes, um, it was a tactical masterclass um, by the Nigerian nightmare Kamaru Usman against somebody that maybe the uh, fans of MMA call. Uh, is number one contender, especially with uh, you know the supposed demise of George St. Pierre. Um, the fight, obviously, we know it, it had a lot of animosity, you know, building yeah. up. Uh, we saw how uh, Kobe Covington, you know, threw all sort of vitriol, um, you know, abuse, even going as far as abusing uh, Kamaru's father, who yeah. at the time they fought the first time was in prison. Uh, serving a, a prison sentence. Um, you know, it was filled with misogyny, um, xenophobia, racism, all. But in spite of all that, Kobe Covington, um, you cannot take it away from him, is a terrific fighter. However, um, you saw, we would have said Kamaru really wanted that match to end in a knockdown based on the amount of insults and everything that he probably had to endure. Mm. And yeah. uh, he was able to achieve this in the second round, taking down uh, Kobe twice in that round uh, with terrific jabs and counter punches. But uh, credit to Kobe, uh, he came back in, uh, I would say slightly in the third round, but more in the fourth round, which was the round that I thought he kind of won. And in the fifth round, all, all uh, Kamaru had to do was sustain the jab because he had hurt 
uh, Kobe really bad, cutting him at the, at the left eye um, in the second round. And that was what he focused on, constantly jabbing that eye. Um, it, it, it linked up to the billing, um, but I don't know if it deserves a trilogy. Uh, but there was something that we did not expect at the end of the fight. And this was both fighters going to each other and expressing how uh, the amount of respect they have for each other. So that's, that's to let you know that whatever they do to build up the fight, sometimes I just smoke screen. Just, These just guys are gladiators. Um, you know, for him not to be, not to, to come back, even after being taken down twice, um, was amazing. But a bit of facts for those of you who like this kind of statistic, uh, Kamaru has now defended his title successfully for the fifth time. Just wow. one behind uh, Hughes, who did this six times. And, um, well, he's still very far from George St. Pierre, who defended his title, um, I think, 11 times successfully. Uh, if wow. I'm, either St. Pierre or Andre Silva. So, uh, but pound for pound, uh, Kamaru is there. Dana White, the president of USP, kept saying uh -huh. he does not know who is better than I'm all right now, Come on right in, now. That division. in that division. Um, but we'll wait and see. Uh, the next thing is for Kamaru to see who is going to come up. Medvedev has to fight Covington. If yeah. either of them, then maybe Medvedev will get a third shot or Covington will get a third shot. But kudos to the Nigerian nightmare once again. All right, perfect. Whoever comes, we're ready and we're definitely going to, to uh, defeat the person. Olali, I'm going to come to you now. We're flying across uh, from the world of UFC into the world of basketball. And we'll be talking about, we'll start with the early Lakers. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for, for LeBron. And um, it's, I, I know, I know it's early days, like you would say. I don't feel it's early days anyways. I tend to disagree with you most times. But it's the cracks. The cracks are kind of showing LeBron now getting injured again, uh, which is not something we are, we've known him for. Of course, everybody will talk about his 19th year and all is expected. But what that crystallizes for the fates of the Lakers is what worries me. How what what is expected of of AD now? Uh, if LeBron is injured. We know AD is going to... I, I have this discussion with Kachi across the way that AD is not the tallest guy in basketball that I know. How comes he gets injured like, like, a, like, a, like a cracker biscuit every time, you know? And it's, it's, it's annoying, honestly. If all his skills, all his, um, all his abilities and injuries turning him downward. Uh, and of course, if LeBron gets injured, injured the way he is right now for a longer period of time, what, what do we expect from Westbrook now to fit in into that role? Olali. Yeah, uh, we expect <coughs> Westbrook to do, to, to do what Bruce Westbrook always do. That's triple-double. Scoring the 20, uh, probably averaging 26 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists in a game. I think uh, for the meantime, when LeBron is out, Russell Westbrook will have to do all those is crazy triple double things, uh, but looking looking at it the, at, at the bigger picture, um, for uh, for Anthony Davis, as talented as he is, uh, I think he's not he's not probably the most toughest guy, and I think his body at, uh, anatomy is not really doing much favor. Uh, this this is a team that most analysts believe is just a natural fit. And when you have a team that is not a natural fit, the, the team lacks 
um, let me say, genuine shooters. But yeah. kudos to uh, uh, kudos to uh, Camelo Anthony. He has given them very uh, good numbers off the bench. In fact, majority of the games they won, it was due to his own uh, contribution. contribution. So, but, but but like I said, the bigger picture is for a team that is not naturally fit like this, you need a lot of times to play as in, you, you need to play together in a lot of games so that you can figure out the rotation, who is our best starting five, who are the guys coming off the bench, who should be the sixth man. You need all of the, you need to play together. You don't want to go into the playoff having a bit of doubts about who is our starting, who is our, uh, who and who should be our starting, be our starting yeah. So, So exactly. So I think the bigger problem for Lakers with this LeBron injury and my, my fear with the LeBron injury is for like 16, 17 years, LeBron hardly, I think he had got, uh, got injured throughout his NBA career, even for the last two or three years in LA, and which is something that looks like uh, is becoming of a coincidence with the age. We mm-hmm. know LeBron is, I think, that's seven going to 38. I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's, it's so 36 going to 37. So, 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 so that, that, that would be the biggest worry because. They need LeBron to be together. They need LeBron to play with most of these guys to feel them to know how to get everybody involved. Because LeBron and Russell Westbrook naturally in the same team doesn't look naturally. It doesn't look fit. Yeah, it's not a good fit. So they need to play together for a for a sizable number of games to to help them figure out what and what is best for them. For now, I think we just need to wait and see how things develop for the Lakers. All right, perfect. And of course, uh, the seven sixers find Ben Simmons. I said I was not going to talk about him again, but of course, some somehow he finds himself creeping to the news again. Uh, Bukachi, Steph Curry said he's not surprised by the seven one by the Golden State Warriors. I, I feel, I strongly feel, their favorite. This for me, I, I feel their favorite, and I keep saying it. As long as Kyrie is not back. <clears throat> To his senses, um, Clay Thompson come back, even playing at 50% of his ability. I feel the Golden State Warriors have a very good chance. Are you surprised by the 7 1 by the, by the Golden State Warriors so far? I am, if you ask me. Um, um, I have to be honest and say, yes, I, I am, um, particularly because of how they've been playing. You know, this haven't been. You know, games won by just one possession or whatever. Some of these games have been blowouts, um, yeah. starting with how they blew out uh, the, the Lakers' first game of the, of the season, um, and, and most recently the New Orleans Pelicans as well. Um, also, <laughs> the surprise was also based on how strong the West generally has always been when it comes to the two conferences in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, I thought they would get good run for their money. Uh, but there's there's one thing they have going for them, which I think a lot of uh, teams in the NBA envies and would like. The Warriors don't have any drama. There's no drama. You know, the mm-hmm. 76ers have their drama. The Bucks have their championship hangover. The Lakers have the ego and the right mesh happening. The Nets have what whatever is going on. The Clippers have the Kawhi draft. Only the, the Warriors, even the Pelicans, have the Zion Williamson drama. Will he ever be fit? Will he come back to his own? So that has been a really, really 
a positive advantage, so to speak, for the Warriors. For the Warriors. Secondly, the fact that the leader of the team is also without ego. Uh, is someone is yes, it's a point guard, but he's also happy if the ball is not in his hand. You know, is is not a ball dominant point guard, so to speak. So that ball gets spread around. I, I don't know. I can't remember if it was either you or someone on our social media uh, media page put up a particular possession. I'm not sure if it was the Warriors or the Chicago Bulls, but even if it wasn't the Warriors, it that particular singular possession epitomizes what the Warriors do. Spread mm -hmm. the ball around, yeah. you know, until they get the right shot. They don't force their shot. Um, uh, did we think they would contend? Yes, we thought they would contend. We actually, uh, at the preview, we said the Warriors would be right there with the best of them. But did we think, or did I personally think they would be leading the conference? I did not. But it's a breath of fresh air. You want to see people that we've not heard about before um, do things. Yes, we've heard about them on Green and the like, but Andrew Wiggins. You know, and all these other young guys coming yeah, up, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a fantastic news. Um, and long may it continue. Long may the Warriors <laughs> All right, perfect. I, ho I hope so as well. Uh, just a quick question for in-season tradings. Um, of course, at the, point in, at the point in time, the Warriors are going to feel, um, they're going to feel the physical strain. They're going to get injured and the rest. Who do you think will be the best for an in-season trade for, for the Golden State Warriors, just to, just to spice up things a little bit. Clearly, Ben Simmons. They, they, need, <laughs> they need Ben Simmons to become a player. Uh, but I'm not sure that would happen. I think at this point, Ben Simmons is ready to sit out an entire year. Um, uh, wow. But, you know, the way the minds of these player professionals work is so crazy that they really, sometimes most of these guys they don't have the kind of circle that someone like LeBron does. I'm talking of, you know, Rich uh -huh. Carter or Maverick Carter or Rich Paul, people who can tell him the truth, even if it's <clears> not <throat> what they want. Right now, I don't think, I think, yes, Ben Simmons will arguably make them better, but does Ben Simmons himself think that's a good trade? And I just mentioned that right now, what the Warriors have going for them is their lack of drama. It's their lack of drama, exactly. They really want to attract that drama. Apply, just because they want because, to because, because of I don't think I don't think they want to naturally I don't think Ben Simmons is actually a dramatic person just like probably compared to somebody Kari. like Kari I think his drama is just uh, his circumstances it was a result of his circumstances that probably led to the drama mm. uh, I think his case was not well handled uh, I think he made up his mind he doesn't want to go back to Philly but unfortunately, he has a long-term contract to honor. He's not looking good for both on his own side. And on the, as, far, as far as, what do you call it? And I think what made the old case a bit dicey was uh -huh. when the issue of mental health crippled in. When, when Ben Simeon said, I think the 76ers were very sensitive. They, they, didn't, they didn't want to be, what do you call it, to be tagged as a team who doesn't care. So, yeah. but over time, they've not been getting enough updates report from Ben, Sim uh, ben, ben Simmons camp. Uh, camp, and that's why they resume uh, finding him as uh, uh, from his wages. So okay. it's not looking good at all. But, 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 but drama, okay. drama Sorry. aside, uh, yeah. on a drama aside, do you agree or do you have a contrary opinion that Ben Simmons would obviously make the, uh, the Warriors 
championship uh, contender. Ben, ben will make any championship team better, especially a team like Warriors and what do you call it and uh, and Nets that are surrounded with shooters. Shooters, yeah. Because we all know that Ben Simmons, what do you call it? Uh, is a major Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but it's but, but Ben Simmons' brain is close to what is close to LeBron brain when it comes to the way he sees the court. He can handle the ball very well. He can defend all the position. Is a good premise. So, 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 somehow, somehow, Ben Simmons is taking over my show, and I refuse to do that. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to allow Ben Simmons to take over my show, uh, which is which is great one. That just just shows us the dexterity, the talent that he exhibits. Drama, drama apart, we cannot deny the talent of this young dude. We'll go on a short break right now, and when we come back, we'll be jumping straight into the world of football. Where we have a whole lot of actual backdown. Don't go anywhere, guys. Yeah, great one, great one. Um, we'll jump straight into the Premier League right now. Um, where we had and also a fantastic, a fantastic one, depending on what side of England you are on. Um, just in the Premier League right now, top four in 2021. Most number of points. We have Manchester City with 83, 83 points, Chelsea with 67 points. Surprisingly, West Ham with 65 points and Arsenal with 61 points. This trend tends to show in what we have as 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 regards to results across across the uh, across um across the weeks yeah. we've had already. Yeah. yeah, in the in the calendar year. This is just for 2021 calendar year, guys, not for the whole, not for a season. Of course, you don't win league by calendar year; you win it by by season. Um, so that, that 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 just takes me directly to the game between West Ham and and um and Liverpool at home. Don't forget, this same West Ham defeated Leicester City four one, uh, knocked uh, Manchester United out of the cup, beat Spurs, knocked Man City out of the cup. On beating in Europe with three wins, three wins from four, ended Liverpool's uh 20, 25 matches on beating, and currently that third on the log. Shay, we know people have given the ways the sticks in the past. Um, they've given um the ways sticks in the past, but definitely this is a turnaround, no matter how much you want to look at it. Shay. Yeah, um, definitely it's a turnaround. I have to agree about that. And I, I also like to say something about this Western thing, uh, team. I think uh, they've been developing uh, uh, in the, they've been moving in the right path since last season. We saw the last half of last season, the surge towards the top towards Europe. And um, also, uh, the linger that was unable to fit in into Manchester United team, into their team, and a lot, and a lot of things, you know, turned better for the team. But this season, uh, they don't have Lingard, and uh, they still have quite a, the crop of the players they had last season. Yeah. So it definitely, so so it definitely shows that they are moving in the right direction, right direction. especially. Yes, especially with uh, David Moyes. 
And look at this team. It's not that they really have a particular set of big stars or uh, a, a, a kind of high quality players in the team. But I think the way David Moyes has been able to, to utilize, to set up the team one, and also to utilize those players, uh, I think the abilities, their different qualities, it maximizes it. So I think that is what they do so far. Uh, they are the team that has scored the highest number of uh, set pieces in the whole league. So I think that shows why they are in the top three. The, the, yeah, 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 the second at the top is uh, Liverpool and Chelsea. These are wow. teams also in the top uh, four of the, of the league. Oh, really? Definitely, I think it's in the right direction they are going. I just hope they have enough quality to actually push further and hold their own. Hold their own Oh, uh, so top top plus corners in the league right now. We have Liverpool uh, with an average of eight point three, Man City with eight point three, Manchester United with six point two, and West Ham with six point one. We wonder why Manchester United with their level of corners are not anywhere near the top four right now, or they are not they are, they are near sorry, but they are not on the top four right now. And of course. Overall in the game, we expected Mo Salah to, 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 to perform magic. He could not. Uh, kudos to the defenders of, um, of West Ham, of course, keeping him quiet. And uh, Arnold doing what he does best. Two, 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 one assist and, 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 um, and a goal on the ninth for Liverpool, which is, which is great. And we can't get to say too much about this guy. Um, his talent, only guy Saget does not see the talent of uh, TAA right now. And uh, to another game, it's the Leeds United versus Leicester City game. Uh, Leicester since they defeated Manchester United, looks like they've been, they've been high on their own supply since they defeated Manchester United. They've been going downward. Another disappointing 1-1 draw against the not-so-consistent Leeds United. Even the match happened at Ellen Road. We still expected them to do better than this. Don't forget, last week at the Europa League, they, they managed to draw against uh, Spartan Moscow again as well. So it, it does not look so rosy right now at the King Pass um, Stadium. Olali, your thoughts? Yeah, not, not so rosy, uh, considering um, if, if, if you look at the team, uh, this season they've been switching from 3-4, three, 3-5-2 three, two, to 4-3-3. Three, three. Not because of not not because of a tactical what do you call it a necessity. It's more because of trying to figure out which one is the best way for them to play. It's been struggle all through, and they've had some bright moments, but the team is not really finding it easy at all compared to uh, what they did in the last two seasons. Probably they might be victim of their own uh, what do you call it overachievement, which they are. Yeah, of their own success. Uh, I, I, it's not looking good, honestly. Uh, there is an Avi Pans. There is a. Uh, uh, how do you fit him in with Madison? Madison has not really been himself since that injury towards the end of last season. Last season yeah. There's been a lot of. The defense doesn't look assured like what they were some couple of seasons ago. So Yun Chu has not really been himself. Uh, Ricardo, since he came back from his long spell. Has not been the same Ricardo we knew before he, uh, he before, got yeah. injured, and there is still J James Justin is still missing. Yeah. So I think uh, it's a whole complete of struggle. Prior to beating United, they've actually been struggling. I think they've only exactly. won the match before. They, so 
I think I see this going on to the end of the season. Um, they might need to make some, probably tweak, they, have, they need to tweak something about the team. Either the structure in attack or midfield, but it's not really looking good at all for them. This all right, perfect. Um, uh, Kachi, I'm going to come to you now. Celebration on the white part of North London. Um, Antonio Conte has been officially appointed or was officially, sorry, was officially appointed as the coach of Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham Hotspur tends to look at whatever, whatever the blue side of London is not eating again and, and they take it up. At the press conference, uh, Thomas Tuchel was actually asked that if he will ever move to sports, forces Mario now Conte. But for 285 minutes, Sports have not been able to muster a shot on, the, on target. This is terrible, if you ask me. Terrible, terrible in the league. This is terrible. For a team that has, that has a king, that has son. And now they, 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 they could only play a 0-0, um, new new draw, Bayern draw, and drop draw, if you ask me, against everything. Nothing, nothing, um, what's what worthy in this match apart from the fake penalty call that was rescinded that's all basically but but how, how, how long do we look at these struggles for 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 uh for sports given that they have the best striker in the league if you ask me well i think um this would continue for as long as uh, hurricane remains dead and um, as long as um, Antonio Conte um, continues to uh, put up formations that suit Hurricane, that means if they don't drop it. Um, I think this issue is happening because right now they are not making uh, Son the focal point of the attack, at least until Hurricane gets its mojo. This reminds me of um, you know the Chelsea days when they had to play uh, Fernando Torres by force because of the amount they bought him. You know, <laughs> when clearly um, he's currently not in the right frame of mind. I think Hurricane needs to see a shrink. Uh, there's a little bit of disconnect in terms of his affection and love, uh, not just for the game, but for the team. Uh, but you also have to give kudos to, I, I kind of saw snippets of Antonio Conte, even though it was very first league, league game. I think the first step to recovery is uh, not considered. Um, mm, yeah. well, let's not forget that midweek they played against the Arnhem and uh, they almost drew that game, you know, coming from the three goal, three, three goal up to Chelsea's college, scoring two three goals. Uh, you begin to wonder how Hugo, Hugo Loris, who is almost like a wall when he plays for France, uh, ships in goals when he Done the uniform for, for Tottenham Hotspur. But how long will this continue? Coming back to your question, this will continue for as long as the team is still uh, hurricane-centric. Uh, I think they should uh, leave the reins of the attack to, to Son. Um, probably just a slight change in formation, just pretty much switching the roles and getting the game to be a bit deeper and be the assist, technically the number eight to to Sons number nine, 
uh, sun is uh, pretty much motivated, but um, we know that uh, the formation, especially the formation they played against uh, uh, against Newcastle, is not the ideal formation Conte likes to play. Conte likes to play with bombing fullbacks. Mm -hmm. um, it remains to be seen how he would implement that in the fall. Uh, but Ken may come back, or they may decide to to leave Ken on the bench. But what I still believe that they will only go on as far as they change their formation to not depend fully on on Harry Kane. On, our, on our Kane, of course. Uh, I, I wish they don't have to. Uh, Kane's body language right now is it's it's not the best. Um, I feel Kane thinks he should have left um um what do you call it sports over the summer. I don't know why they have to keep an unhappy player. Anyways, um, let's hope, let's hope and pray that King gets back to his to his um to to to, to his form that we've known him for in the past. And if this was Lukaku, I wonder what the English media will be saying right now. Um, Southampton on Friday defeated uh, Villa. Villa looks to be the weapon team right now. The only team that they can Villa can beat right now is Manchester United. Um. I think in the last six, seven matches, they've not been able to win any of their games, losing six out of it. Um, I wonder how long their coach would be in job. And of course, we'll move to Manchester, to the Manchester, Manchester Derby. We're expecting so much, so much was expected from this game. Um, in terms of quality, both teams have quality. Um, and we were expecting United to at least show some valor, at least show something. Don't just lay down like, like, like a slaughtered animal. But they did exactly that. They said in the last two two, two home games between um, that's United have had, they've been outshot by seventeen to thirty-five, and they've been passed by seven hundred and ninety-eight passes to one thousand five hundred and forty-nine. That's open. Everybody and Lindorf they add more attempts on their own goal that Manchester United had on Manchester City's goal. And of course, United have lost more Premier League games, nine, than Crystal Palace since the start of the season. Um, Manchester United have considered more goals at Old Trafford right now in the Premier League. And we wonder what the problems are. I, I think the problems are looking so glaring. And this is a fact that needs to be noted. United were better on the road last season up until their streak was broken sometime this season. Their own form has always been terrible on the Lagoon and Social. Ola Ali, I'm going to start with you. What is the theater of James turning into? If we can win matches, Manchester United cannot win matches at home. And how do you expect oh. to, to, to contend if you cannot win matches in your own backyard? Well, uh, it's a bit uh, of a story who states um, United find themselves uh, <clears throat> at, at, at presently. Um, like you like, rightly said, last season, and that, uh, they, they had a very good away, away record last season. And that one partly could be due to the fact uh, uh, some, some, uh, some school of thought believe because of, what do you call it, um, Empty stadiums makes it look like a neutral ground most times when you go to, to away matches. Mm -hmm. uh, unlike Old Trafford, at Old Trafford, you expected to take the initiative. Yeah. And this is where the problem starts from. When Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was, uh, uh, what, uh, was given the job, 
I think I think it was the middle of 2018-2019 season. So in, in the first summer, and this is where it starts from. If you watch Owena Greaves on TV yesterday, the first summer of Olegona Solskjaer, uh, that was when me I knew we are going United were going to have a problem. The three signings. Olegona Solskjaer, the, the his only tactics was about running. He wants he just wanted to play with the pace and, and probably uh, play counter-attacking football. Counter-attacking football is good, but as a big team, counter-attacking football should not be your first or should not be your first option. So when you play at Old Trafford against low block defense, you need to take initiative. United doesn't have the idea of how to break teams down. United can only break down teams easily when they go uh, when there is space for them to explore in the what do you call it in the opponent defense so that has always been it, it, it it's a team lacking identity on how to play and sometimes some of these players the combinations are not just naturally fit and me and you i think we've had this discussion about sometimes when you don't have naturally fit play so the team doesn't look like a natural fit but as a manager that's where you come in and you have to and uh, you have to probably figure out a way of getting the best out of the team but it seems the manager can do that. Uh, and I think uh, his judgment of talent, it's a bit questionable from Wambisaka. I keep saying it. I've been saying this not today, not because of the result, to Dan James, even to Ari Maguire. It was more of just getting British players, trying to be on the good side of the Britons. Uh, everything's just vibes and remaining just see how. So, it's a total mess, but on the part of, I, I, I think it's more of an indi uh, indictment on the part of the owners. Uh, they are more, their only approach to Manchester United uh, is just from the business point of view, not the footballing side. I think they are the ones, because left for me, probably after the first season, I will have probably given so, uh, social, uh, what do you call it, a second letter. But for now, I think United fans will have to endure. Until it becomes, I've been saying it, until it becomes mathematically impossible or it's looking like it will cost them the Champions League. That is only the time they will put the trigger. For now, put the trigger. Yeah, I don't think the, the, the team is not ambitious. You just have to, as a United fan, you just have to accept that. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is a right fit for the, for the owners. He will not criticize them um, in front of the media. He's not going to question them. He will say the right thing. And I think it suits whatever the owners want. So United fans might just have to endure with this terrible time and probably just lower their expectations as much as they can. Okay. Lower your expectations like Arsenal fans. Um, Shay, I'm going to come to you now. Chelsea versus Burnley. This was a game that Chelsea could have easily won 5-0 in the first half. But for some strange reasons, um, <laughs> we, we, we they could not score those goals that they should have scored. Uh, wasn't for lack of effort. It was due to lack of uh, good decisions in the, in, in, the, in the long run. How much do you think Chelsea are actually missing Roman Lukaku right now, Shay? Yeah, I think um, that's actually the answer to what happened over the weekend. Uh, they played quite well, especially in the first half, and they created chances. Uh, just uh, think about uh, the Chelsea team having probably a natural striker on the pitch on the day. I think that first half could have or would have ended like 2-3-0 to three, zero, 
and they'll be able to, you know, change the team around, refresh yeah. legs in the second half. But it was not to be. And guess what? Burnley did a Burnley. I saw <laughs> a, a, yeah, I, I saw, I, I actually saw a natural Burnley side that's going to put up a physical uh, a players against you. If they are able to get a goal, they go back to the defense the and defense, defend yeah. properly. Yeah. They have a fantastic goalkeeper in uh, uh, Nick Pope, Pope yeah. that actually came to the party on the day. And I think they deserve the points because they really worked for it. But I have <laughs> to say, <laughs> but I have to say Chelsea are really missing their natural striker. Natural striker. That's why they've been scoring in trickles uh, mm. recently. And you can also see them having defenders scoring. That is a sign of having a problem in your attack. But I'm yeah. sure when the strikers come back, they'll probably get over it and move forward from there. I'm pretty sure every Chelsea fan will want Lukaku to come forward before Timo win. Because when Timo comes, I don't see a difference in what they have right now. <laughs> I'm still and thinking I, Kai, Kai I, 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 I think I think their uh, their top scorers this season they've all scored like three three goals. Three three goals. As yeah. include yes, including also defenders. Oh and, wow! Imagine imagine that. Wow, wow! But they have they have they have goals all across the pitch. But of yes, course, but I think they... another thing is this, and I, yeah. I think uh, one thing that uh, the absence of probably Lukaku mount at a point in time has probably done for Chelsea is they've been able to explore their depth very well and thank. Fully, I think most of those guys have risen to the occasion. Even Bruce Barkley, even though he missed a couple of games, I think he had a fantastic game uh, against Burnley and uh, some other games he played. Yeah. The centre defence where he plays three, now he has like six options in that centre, in that three-man defence. There is Thiago, there is Rudy Gay, there is Azequeta, yeah. there is it Chucho. Is it what's the name of that guy? That Chuluba, what's his name? Chuluba. There is a Saar. And there's Christensen, Christensen wing back. Well. There is Alonso. There is Chiwa. So, and uh, you've been, he, he's been able to uh, do a bit of give mix everybody, up. Yeah, everybody yeah, has been giving uh, their uh, own So, which, uh, 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 so which means, uh, going to the uh, by the time you get to that December January period, he knows that yes, outside the starting eleven, there are a lot of players who could actually that play could come up and, and, and play and uh, play well. Yeah. All right, all right, perfect. Kachi, I'm gonna come to you now. We we talked about this. We spoke about this last last week. That Brentford is it looks like they are going back to their own. They are going back to their own shell. Four matches on four matches losing streak right now. Um, they played against the Championship side in Noble City and they were defeated. Mm -hmm. That was that was that's that's exactly no disrespect to them. That's exactly their level. They, I think you were the one that said so. Okay, you went with us last week. Someone said they can't bully some of these things. That I, they are I, equals with. Okay, you I were the one that said, yeah, okay, that they are equal with. So that's, that's, that, I think that's what we are looking out that is transpiring right now. Just a, yeah. a little bit of thing. Um, now, which I've taken 20, just 26 points from a possible 147 points in the Premier League under their sack coach, Daniel Fag. It was, it was sacked on, on Saturday, which I think is unfair. For someone that just won you guys three points, but your overall assertion, do you think Brentford are playing at their level right now? And do you think it's fair to sack a coach that just won you three three points? That's disrespectful if you ask me. Um, 
I think I think uh, when when it comes to Brentford, I think it's a case of them adjusting their their mindset and realizing that the league is really made up of maybe six top class teams that will play in a way that suits their style, which is flair, uh, let the ball do the talking, non-physical midfielders, <laughs> you know, cerebral players. After that, the remaining 14 teams are teams on their level, which means they would have to scrap to get points. Point. Uh, when I said that last week, when they lost, um, can't remember who they lost to now, but when they lost their game, and I said, they should not expect to play Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal every week. <laughs> uh, so unfortunately for them, and unfortunately, the, that's, and that's the reality of the Premier League, lose two games and you are pulled into a relegation dogfight. That is what they are seeing happen to them now. Brentford is currently 14th um, on the table. And while they are not doing too bad, when you see, compare them to Burnley, Newcastle and Norwich, all it takes is for them to lose another game, especially to a team below them at the moment. Uh -huh. So to come back to your point, I say yes, uh, they, are, they are now playing at the level we expected them. I mean, they were an unknown quantity and it was actually a shock when they won against Arsenal on match day one. Uh, this is, we expect Brentford to be a mid-table team battling and struggling to survive. I can't remember if ever, but if my, my memory serves me right, Brentford has never played. No, they've the, never. They've never played in the Premier League. In the, in the old format, but in the Premier League. So they no. were not supposed to do this well. So right now, similar to what is happening to FC Sheriff in the Champions League, yeah. they don't have the any... The surprise, the surprise element is gone. They are going to be in a relegation dog fight because nobody wants to be bottom of the table in Christmas. Statistics <laughs> have shown that if you are in the bottom three at Christmas, chances are that you will be relegated. Exactly. You need to change their mindset and realize we only have 12 games against the so-called big six. The remaining 36 or 26 games will be against teams battling to stay up in the league. And that will do them good. Now, coming to Thomas Park, I think it's it's a, basically a case of a sent forth uh, victory that was given to him by the play, the Norwich players. Um, I think the news had been um, you know passed down uh, before the game. They pretty much just didn't want to let the world know. I know we spoke about this during our production call, but it doesn't matter. It sacked me on Thursday, sacked me on Monday. It's still a sack. Why not let me know now so that I can send in my application on Sunday? Uh, the title really doesn't matter, but it's always nice to live on a high, which is what he did. Which he will he did. get the championship, which is probably where a man of his caliber should be coaching in the first place. All right. Actually, I love that analogy. I love that analogy. <laughs> all right. All right. But if I think to add to add something about this Norwich matter is, yeah, the only curiosity is, in as much as they've been very, very easy to play against, getting to the Premier League. The main, the major question they need to ask themselves is, we've seen this guy, I think, taking them back to the Premier League like three times now or something like that. Yeah. Do they think they will have somebody to do that again? If he doesn't even do, do well in the Premier League, I think the guy has actually mastered 
the championship. And I think that was why it, I, I think it took this so long for them to even decide um, to let him go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the truth, the truth is, the truth is, um, the Premier will not get any better, anybody better to, to for for themselves to come back to the Premier League because I feel they'll be relegated. That's one. And when the owners decide to sell their best players season in, season out, you can't expect anything better. Anyways, uh, to the Crystal Palace-Wolverhampton game, Crystal Palace did one over Man City. That was a surprise. But they continue extending their run to six games in the Premier League right now, defeating uh, Wolverhampton, who had a five-match unbeaten run in the league as well. Uh, Shei, I want to come to you. How much of kudos should we give to Patrick Vieira for this? And of course, we know um, 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 Hudson did pretty well with Crystal Palace, kept them in the Premier League for so long before he retired last season. So, so they had the foundation, but, but uh, Patrick Vieira is putting a resurgency and a not so direct approach. It's, it's a miss of Tikitaka and the right way to play football. He's not defending deep. He's not doing all those uh, Moriere's Q style of, 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 of football. This is a mix of both. How much do you, kudos do you think we should go to uh, Patrick Vera? Yeah, thank you, Debo. I've actually been itching to talk about Crystal Palace in recent weeks. And guess what? Um, I don't think the question should be about how much. I think it deserves all 100 percent kudos when you see the crystal palace of this season you definitely know that it's definitely it's so different from roy oxen's crystal palace 100%. now when we talk about teams and coaches why coaches get the sack i think patrick Vieira is a practical example of why coaches get the sack the reason why i'm saying this is crystal palace this season there was, uh, I think, around two weeks ago, there was a comparison between the number of passes that they make in a game and what they made over the years. I mean, wow. when Hoxham was there wow. and when other coaches were there. There's a total difference, almost like double, almost like times two of what they've been doing in terms of forward play, in terms of holding the ball, in terms wow. of moving the ball around and also... Wow the way they set up, you see a kind of triangle that doesn't, no matter the way they move, they still keep that shape. Yeah, that yeah. is the imprint of a coach. So whenever people talk about coaches, I think Patrick Vera is a typical example of when you come in, you bring in your mentality, your, 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 uh, your, your, your philosophy. You stamp it on a team. You remove the players that cannot play and you bring in the ones that can play that way. Definitely, gradually, you see the progress. And I think that is what we are seeing in that Crystal Palace. I want to say a little something about when you mentioned uh, is an Arsenal legend. Fantastic. I also think uh, the young man in Emirates is also doing something uh, great too. He... Over the weekend. Okay, we'll get we'll get 100. to that. Let, let me let me just let me just we'll get to that. I'll 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 stay with you for that. So as far as 
they are currently they're on a three-match winning run. Extended their unbeaten run to eight games, did not concede in their last two uh, league games. And this this was a consecutive defeat for Watford. They are looking like um, um, second favorite for allegation as well. It's, it, it looks, the game was not as easy for us now as the scoreline was. It was it was a physical battle for them in the long run. They were they were tried to they, they were bullied or Watford tried to bully them, but Arsenal did not give in at the end rate. And we see the okay. Just give me an analysis of it. I forgot the question I want to ask. Okay, I think uh, you just uh, took everything out of my mind. I think Watford <laughs> actually bullied uh, Arsenal team. But guess what? This Arsenal team that's kind of having a clean sheet. I think they had clean sheet last week and they have uh-huh. another one this week, even though they were bullied around. And I think that's a big kudos to the team, especially the defenders. It seems they are coming gradually uh, 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 to be a team to reckon with in terms of the defense. Um, kudos also to uh, 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 the coach. Uh, the the particular game was his hundred games, and I think the first hundred games of Asen Wenger in mm-hmm. Hasna is has actually tallied with what he has done so far. Yeah, he has, a, he has a better record than Asen. Yeah, yeah, Asen has just 51, 51 yeah. victories. He has fifty four victories. Fifty four, so that's slight. So a slight uh, difference, but of course, for a coach that we've been. Uh, we said all things about. I think that's not bad. It can only build on that and yeah. the future. And if if you fun, if you fumbles, we just have to call. We just have to go to the red, uh, to the side of London to get Patty Vera. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, so um, Arsenal, they are looking good for their money right now, but there's a bot in this in this team, um, Kachi, which which kind of worries me. And this is about my hand. Aba is not getting younger, and nobody seems to be able to step up up onto the plate if Aba gets injured right now. Mm. Um, forget about the penalty loss that happens day in day out. Even the best best players lose penalty. I don't mm. I don't know why Arsenal Arsenal fans are crying far over that. But realistically, if Aba should get injured, or yeah, or leave us now for for any mm. reason right now, there's no there's no uh, good replacement for him right now. Eddie Nketiah just have one, he has one year left on his contract. Gabriel Martinelli is not being given a chance right now. How do you think Arsenal will perform if something should happen to Abamayang? Because he has been scoring most of their goals. He's still the highest goal scoring in Arsenal for all the penalties that he has lost this season. Actually, he's <laughs> still the highest goal scorer. That penalty made it two minutes out of two for the Gabon striker. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, we're also getting to see Arsenal almost like Chelsea in this case. And, and I mean it in a good way, in the sense that they're getting goals um, from other parts of the field. Yes, you probably need to score more than one to win most games in the Premier League. But I mean, one of the best ways to win any match is not to concede. And right now, um, Arsenal is doing well in that particular department. Um, 
games like this in the past, even under the famous Asenwenga, they probably would have lost it because of that soft underbelly they had in the middle. Uh, but that is that doesn't seem to be the case now. Uh, I saw a clip that was making the round of uh, Aaron Ramsdale kicking out a goal kick, uh, playing against um, Leicester City. I know how the Leicester fans heckle you. And yeah. they heckled him as soon as he kicked it. And he turned and followed them in their chance. They were chanting against him. Against him. Now that the Arsenal team is having a very tough mental, team. which means they may concede fewer and fewer goals. The biggest mistake, or one of the biggest mistakes Ateta has done, was to give Aubameyang that that big contract they That's gave him. That that has tied down a lot of money. Unfortunately, you can also argue that we don't actually have a lot of uh, uh, potential talent in the premiership to come uh to to buy from you probably have to buy outside but not a lot of names uh to look at except we want to go and get paul or Noachu uh from from the belgian league or a, a couple of other nigerian players and, I, and i'm just saying this uh, as a joke but to get back to your point uh they may not score much because of if obemayang leaves it becomes a bit of a hassle you have to fully depend on lacazette who hasn't really proven that he deserves a contract renewal. But if they are not conceding also, then it bodes well. They can get the odd goal from the Emmett Smith Rose. Bukayo Saka, I think, will still come of age. Um, Martin Odegaard also will still come of age. And then when these goals start coming from other areas of the pitch, maybe there'll be less pressure on, on Obamaya. This will right. be similar to uh, Timo Werner not getting the goals, but... <laughs> Head out every year. Come on, man. What the hell have you been to this? Come on, man. <laughs> and of course, um, Brighton and all played a 1 1 draw against Newcastle. So, as it stands right now, our top five in the Premier League is still Chelsea, sitting comfortably at the top of the league, closely followed by Manchester City, 23 points as well, West Ham, 23 points, Liverpool, 22, and Arsenal, surprisingly, at 20 points. We hope they can keep that up. And of course, in the um, Serie A, AC Milan playing at home, uh, technically against the blue part of Milan, played a 1-1 draw. AC Milan remains undefeated after 12 matches this season. Inter Milan are extending their own unbeaten run to four matches. Juventus, uh, courtesy of Juan Cuadrado, uh, scored in the 91st minute to defeat uh, Florentino, and ending their three on three winless um, run. Venezia, that uh, Mr. Kaji said they're not good enough, defeated Roma 3 2. 3 2, they defeated Roma. Olale, there's fire on the mountain for Mario right now. There is fire on the mountain. Uh, nobody, it was not brought to Rome to lose games. It was supposed to, to, to take them off the wood. Off the wood that Fonseca led them in. Fonseca did a pretty good job a couple of seasons ago, two, three seasons ago. They were in the semi-final of the Champions League. They were making money. They were in the quarter-final of the Champions League the following season. Uh, but last season was not too good, but it was still in the semi-final of the Europa League, if I was not mistaken, when Manchester United defeated them last season. But Mr. Mourinho is not doing anything right now. They just keep losing, week in, week out. And they suffered mm. the biggest loss under Mourinho's career a couple of weeks back. 
at the Europa at the Europa Conference League against an unknown team. I can't even remember their name. That's how bad it is right now. What is happening with Mourinho at Rome or in Rome? Well, well, well I, I, for now, I think results are not actually going in the way of Jose Mourinho's team. They actually started very well at the beginning of the season, but I that, think that's, on, that's on some years back. I think it's a couple of games back they've been struggling. Um, well, I for now, I I think there is still not much cause for concern. Uh, really? Yeah. I, well, I, think, I, I, think so. I don't agree with you on that. I, I, I think so. I, I, I just feel like um, in as much as I'm not probably a promoter, but I would just feel like uh, they still need probably to watch the teams like December and before you can probably make a judgment. For now, I think, um, yeah, result has not been going his way. I, 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 that's just a basic thing. I, 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 it's not, it's not actually not, it's not actually not looking. But I think the way they started the season is something they should still hold on to. Like, if they could start the season like that, I think they can still get back to what they were, uh, what, what they did then. Yeah. Okay. Can I something, uh, Debo? Yeah. I think. Yeah, sure. uh, happened when Mourinho joined and you if you if you watch a lot of Syria games you'll see that what has happened was um when Mourinho joined he galvanized the boys without really changing the formation of play that Fonseca had there mm. so they had a, a, a proper way playing the same style it basically was like okay let's retain what we were doing before we only have an addition which is Tammy Abraham and they got the early results now as Mario starts to implement his style of play, mm. his approach to the games, which the players haven't fully bought into. And I dare argue that he does not have the right caliber of players to play the style Mario likes to play. You begin to see them struggle. So to go back to, uh, and this is not to counter uh, Olawale's point, to now go back to Olawale's point, we need to give them probably Sometimes. an not just um, half oh, of the okay. season, okay. entire season to see if the players ultimately buy into uh, that particular style. I, th I think for them to ultimately do that, some players may have to leave uh, because Mourinho likes this us against the world approach. Roma, <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, and the boys right now in Roma, they remind me of a very young uh, Kevin De Bruyne who if Mourinho criticizes openly, or even a very young uh, Mo Salah that cannot take criticism because Fonseca was like a dad to them. He wrapped them, you know, right now Mourinho is implementing his style and is beginning to, to show that those guys are not caught up to it, Hold in on, my opinion. All right, perfect. I agree with you anyways, uh, to, to a certain extent. I feel the Roma owners did not do well by selling Edizeko. I will keep saying it. If you get the goals, even if your defense is not so good, you can still uh, do a little bit better. Uh, Roma played a 1-1 draw against Verona. And to the surprise one, okay, in the Serie A, Napoli is still leading 32 points, same number of points with AC Milan, Inter Milan with 25 points, Atlanta 22 points, and Lazio on the fifth position at 21 points. Uh, Mar Sari, is, um, Sari is still holding his, his forte at least to qualify for the Europa League. And of okay. course, two, uh, not too good one for Barcelona. 
three one early lead or three new early lead myself, and uh, they drew to two uh three three against Celta Vigo with Igo Aspas scoring or breaking their hearts. Um, but the question is this: now we have this is this is just a wave or a, a one time thing because Xavi Hernandez is back at the company. How excited should the Barcelona faithful be with Xavi coming back? Yeah, the Barcelona faithful should, uh, I think they should just, uh, they shouldn't, I think the expectation should be a bit uh, moderate. They shouldn't be too much of, because this is not 2008. The same, uh, yeah, the, you see, I think uh, because of the success of Pep Guardiola at Barcelona, Everybody has been going around recycling of old uh, former star. Uh, the same thing we had at Old Trafford, the man that, that, that actually brought back the feel good factor that says the right thing. We, we too wanted to copy Barcelona by doing so. So, yeah. go back, going back to this, I think they, should, they need to be very realistic with their expectation. Uh, I, I, to be sincere, I didn't see any of the clip of this team in Qatar, but I the did. reports I've got. Yeah. But the reporter I've gotten has been a bit encouraging about his style of play. Yeah. But at the same time, I just think um, things are not really in order for now. I'm not sure whether he's the right person to rebuild because I think there are some certain coaches who are made for rebuilding sake. When you talk about people like Guzzi Dink, mm-hmm. when, mm-hmm. when the house is in disorder, they could actually help you to come and... So yeah, right I don't know whether he's the right person to... Because like I said, 20... The 2008 team, Pep Guardiola inherited, won the, uh, both of them were part of the team that won the championship in 2006. 2006 yeah. And majority of them were part of the Spanish team that won the Euro Cup in, 20, in that same 2008. So he actually took over a very stable squad. He just probably needed to, what do you call it, to sell his own idea to the, uh, to the boys. So for Xavi, I'm sure we'll see some bit of difference in their approach, different from what uh, we currently uh, have right now. Uh, Kuman, Kuman, yeah. try to implement it. So I uh, try try to implement. So uh, I just think they need they they will need to give him time, and I don't think they have the money to do a lot of signing. But I'm sure it's going to look inward to get some talent for them. And I, for me, I think in summary, they just need to be a bit patient with him. All right, perfect. And of course, Atletico Madrid. Uh, played a 3-3 draw against Valencia, with Valencia scoring two in the injury time against them. Uh, Benzema, uh, I'm sorry, it's Benzema. Um, uh, uh, Luis Suarez right now has scored seven goals uh, with the last nine games for Atletico Madrid. Uh, we don't know what's happening at the, uh, the red side of Madrid. And of course, Real Madrid defeated Real Valocano 2-1 Romano Falcao scoring for Valcano. Don't forget uh, Real Valcano is owned by the best striker of all time, Ronaldo Nazario de Lima. Uh, Real Madrid has recorded their second consecutive victory, extending their beating run to four matches. And right now, they are sitting second, for, uh, um, closely following Real Sociedad with the match at hand. Um, Shei, do you think with, with this form, I feel, but I'm just I'm trying to try to echo my, my, my question out loud. Do you think uh, Real Madrid are looking good for the league with their form, considering 
the usual corporates right now are not looking so solid. I think um, but they also said they are just sitting on the elephant right now. They are still going to fall. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, I think we are so that is just a uh, uh, surprise of the season for La Liga this season. They are going to stay there until the real owners come. Um, personally, I think Real Madrid are looking good for the league as long as they don't uh, sustain unnecessary injuries to key players. Talking about uh, Benzema, Benzema, Benzema. A, a Benzema injury could could mean change everything for them. Yeah, could change a lot for Real Madrid uh, right now. Not only because of his quality, I think his leadership on uh -huh. the pitch. And uh, the way you see his work rate actually also on the pitch shows a lot to the young lads around him. And uh, Atletico seemed to have dropped a little. Uh, earlier in the season, we were talking about them not able, able as in they, they were unable to score. Now they are scoring the goals, but seems to be conceding also as much as they are scoring. So if that continues for Atletico, I think Real Madrid are looking to be champions by February. my default. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Perfect. And of course, in the um, the German league, Albi Lesbic defeated uh, Dortmund 2-1. And um, Bordeaux played, uh, lost to PSG 3-2 with Neyman uh, scoring two goals. Um, Kachi, we're not seeing so much of your brother these days. What's happening with um, Lena Messi? Messi currently is injured, uh, but I think it it has, and I, I hear rumors that he's been, well, actually he said it, that at some point he would like to go back to Barcelona, but he actually qualified it, that he said in a director of sports role. Uh, I don't think Messi has fully, you know, he's fitting in well with that team because that team is not Messi-centric. Um, and secondly, and we've said this, all three of us, or even all four of us have agreed that Pochettino is way over his head with the caliber of players he has right now. Uh, it's a, They need a, a messy whisperer uh, to come to that team. Unfortunately, uh, only one person has successfully whispered into Messi's ear, um, and that's Pep Guardiola. No, uh, no, probably did not whisper into his ear. Luis Enrique just told him, see, oh, guys, <coughs> this is your team. Just do what you have to do. Everybody <laughs> Messi. He wasn't, he, he was not nurtured by Luis Enrique. Yeah, rather, true. he was trusted by Luis Enrique. Yeah. I think there are two different things. Uh, yeah. Pep Guardiola allowed him to make mistakes. Luis Enrique trusted him to orchestrate that team. Right now, there's a lot of ego playing up in, in, in Paris. Um, Neymar obviously wants that seemed to be Neymar, Messi, and P um, whatever the young Mbappé can go. PSG should have actually allowed Mbappé leave and then call this year or this season a rebuilding season with Messi there. That way they would have a lot of capital and people will understand them. Um, right now, what, whatever is wrong with Messi, they said he doesn't have a house yet. He's living in a hotel. So maybe that's the thing. He's feeling homesick. He doesn't understand the language. This is somebody that has only played in countries that speak Spanish. Now he has to learn a new language. The kids are probably struggling. The wife is probably struggling. Mm. I think it's... Just like... 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 Just
Argentines and uh, I think Argentines are meant to, I think they are one of those people that are very rigid when it comes to learning mm. Mm. Uh, culture, cultures they are not really used to. Mm. Like, like, like Gabez, like if Gabez struggled, like Morris. Remember, do you, do you, do you, no, 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 do you remember it's that? You remember yeah. starting once a month in Veron? Exactly. The only language that's what you understand is. But, but like, like, like Pablo, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Pablo, I must go to Portugal. No, Pablo, that's so good. Like, come on, guys. Come on, guys. This is no, no, I'm not giving an excuse. I'm not giving an excuse. This is this is spent almost 10 years in England. Exactly. This is on that game. This is a guy we really the best player we've ever seen. We've ever seen play. No, they were not discussing that. I'm just trying to buttress his point about uh, probably he's not settling. I know Argentines for that. They are a bit very rigid. Sergio Aguero spent like 10 years in England. He couldn't, not, not like, like interview. The guy couldn't grant interview in English. Yes. I know. that bad. Tevez is so, so bad that I'm not even sure he speaks English uh, at mm -hmm. all before. So I think they are, they are they are just like uh, that. Oh God! Yeah, so, they, they are just like that. But again, that is not an excuse for him not Ka performing. Okay, Kashi, want to say something? I wanted to add that if you now let's take it to Syria. This was why Sil Silvio Berlusconi mm -hmm. always looked for talent in Brazil as against going to to Argentina for talent. Uh, the, the the Brazilians were a little bit more amenable to exactly. learning and assimilating into culture. And for those of you who like arguing the Messi-Ronaldo conundrum, this is actually a big argument against uh, Messi that the very first club he will go to outside Barcelona, he is struggling. I mean, it, it, when somebody comes back and says, oh, well, I, I've always mentioned it, Messi is a system player. Ronaldo, even with uh, mass man you malfunctioning, so to speak, in this their dysfunctional phase, Ronaldo and shoulder above the rest of the players. He's done it everywhere. And I'm not saying Messi will not ultimately come back and succeed, but it, it, it lends credence to that argument that, and to what Olawale was saying, that the rigidity in most of these Argentines... Argentine. It's, it's, annoying, it's annoying if you ask me anyways. That, that's why they want warmer climate. It doesn't rain a lot, a lot in, in Argentina. They come to England, it's sunny, they wear their t-shirt. Before they get to the train station, it's raining, really? they have to bring umbrella. The, the accent, it's not just even one Se single English accent. Sever said, said there is no restaurant in Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, one said to say there's no Argentine. Restaurant. But realistically, since you're talking about Tevez, Tevez is just, Tevez is a dysfunctional human being. <laughs> and, this, and this is why I say so. Yeah, this is why I say so. I remember Tevez going to China. Tevez was earning 800,000 pounds every week. And after Tevez left China, Tevez played five or six games for, for the entirety of the, year, uh, the, the period that he spent in China. And when he came back, he said, I went there for holiday. That's all. And Tevez is the only... Another reason why I said he's the social now. Tevez actually came out to say, he hates football. He only plays football because of money. Because of so money. Nobody should tell him about loyalty, <laughs> tolerance, or anything. So Tevez just is in the world of his own. That's what the truth about Tevez. Anyways, in the League One, PSG currently tops with 34 points right now, 10 points ahead of um, Lons. That's 24 points. 
Nice with 23 points, Marseille with 23 points, and Rennes with 22. And it is not so competitive, but there's Liga. Bayern Munich are leading right now with 28 points, Dortmund with 24, Freiburg with 22, surprisingly, Wolfsburg with 19 points, and Albrecht big with 18. Are going to, um, to, to the Dutch league. Um, Ajax currently lead with 27 points, start on points with um, uh, PSV and Dublin with 27 points as well. Feyenoord with 25 points, FC Utrecht with 23 points, and Venice Hammer with 22 points. Venice, don't forget, were unlucky to suffer defeat from so unlucky to suffer defeat from the hands of sports in the Europa Conference League, which we expect. Uh, sports to win. And that's the wrap. And that's the show, guys. Thank you very much for staying tuned. To we'll come back next week. Ensure you follow all our social media handles, News Instanta on Twitter, News Instanta One on News Instanta One on Twitter, News Instanta on Instagram, News Instanta on Facebook, and of course, News Instanta Sport on YouTube. Please ensure you like, stream, and love us. We love you guys as well. Thank you very much. And of course, don't forget um, the winner of my birthday gift among the panelists will still be announced next week. Don't get anywhere, guys. Thank you very much and have a wonderful week ahead. Bye.